For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Carrie Liang. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we discuss a recent features piece on Forbes College staff member Brenda O'Hara, look ahead to the homecoming football game this Saturday, and cover the 20th National Congress of the Chinese Communist Party. It's Friday, October 28th. On Sunday, The Prince published a feature by contributing writer Raffaella Gold highlighting Brenda Loretta O'Hara, a dining hall employee at Forbes College, who has also previously worked at Frisk Campus Centre at Whitman College. Having been at Princeton since 2006, O'Hara is well known among students and is particularly recognised for her warmth and enthusiasm in greeting students. I sat down with Raffaella to find out more about O'Hara and her impact on campus. Thank you so much for joining us. Could you start by introducing yourself and what you do at the Prince? Hi, I'm Raffaella Gold. I'm a freshman here at Princeton, so class of 2026. And for the Prince, I'm a staff reporter for the features section. Cool. So could you start by giving us a brief overview of who Brenda O'Hara is? Yeah, so currently Brenda is one of the workers who works in the Forbes Dining Hall and she helps sign people in with their proxies every day. She's had a really incredible life filled with a lot of stories and I was lucky enough to hear some of those stories from her, which was really wonderful. And what are some things you'd like us to know about Brenda? Yeah, um, I would say that some things that are important to know, first of all, for students is just the way her day-to-day life works, how much work she puts in every day to making sure that Forbes is up to snuff and allowing students to go in and go out and enjoy meals each day. So every day she comes in very early in the morning and cleans down tables and fills the salt and pepper shakers. And um, she does all of this while maintaining an incredibly cheery attitude and welcoming students in with open arms every single day and getting to know them by name. And she's also had a very brilliant life outside of school. She talked a lot about her relationship with her family and how close she is with her grandson and her daughter and also a little bit about her own experiences with college, um, how she started at community college a while back and then had to stop because she had a baby to take care of and how even now she plans to go back to college someday and is very excited to get onto the track and continue her education. So she thought that it was important for me to know that at the end of our interview. So I would say that it's important for Princeton students to know that about her as well. Yeah, those were all really insightful things. You also interviewed some students on their thoughts about Brenda. What were their general impressions? I think all of them shared the general impressions of Brenda being um, a very kind, welcoming force at Princeton, somebody who kind of got to know them immediately at the start of the semester. And they all said that she was cheerful and always said hi to them by name. They all, even even if they didn't have something long to say about her, every single person had something to say, something positive. And some students in particular had even more to say, like would tell an anecdote about a time that Brenda had helped them through something or cheered them up at the starter end of their days. And so there was a range of students having more and less to say, but they all had positive things to say. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you so much for being on Daybreak. Thank you so much for having me here. In sports news, over the fall recess, Princeton football maintained its winning streak by beating Harvard Crimson 37-10. Princeton's football team remains undefeated this season, winning games against six total schools, three of which were in the Ivy League. 
The Princeton Tigers will host the Cornell Big Red this Saturday for the homecoming game at 1pm. Tickets are free to undergraduate students, so be sure to come out and show your support. Last Saturday marked the end of the 20th National Congress of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. Over 2,000 delegates gathered in Tiananmen Square's Great Hall of the People, and over the course of a week, the party elected its new Central Committee, Polibero and Polibero Standing Committee, as well as its policy goals for the next five years. The Polibero and the Polibero Standing Committee consist of 25 and 7 of the most powerful members of the party, respectively. Some major takeaways from this meeting include Xi Jinping's unprecedented third term as the General Secretary of the CCP, the removal of President Xi's predecessor, Hu Jintao, and the newly elected Polibero Standing Committee, which now features only allies of President Xi. Moreover, the CCP amended its constitution, adding clauses that explicitly state their opposition to Taiwan's independence. The Congress report also restated that Beijing did not rule out the possibility of military intervention in Taiwan. Today will be mostly cloudy, reaching a high of 58 degrees during the day and a low of 36 degrees at night. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Vitus LaRue and me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Kerry Liang. Have a lovely day.